Welcome to Divine Diva. I'm Monique Chapman for Holistic Fashionista Magazine. I'm an intuitive lifestyle consultant, and I help upwardly mobile people take their next steps in life with clarity. Today, I am interviewing Dr. Linda Ferguson, author of Staying Grounded in Shifting Sand and Path for Greatness. Uh, We choose this topic because um, many of us are struggling with multitudes of issues, whether it's home, career, work, or play. And today we're going to cover being fearless, moving forward, not being stuck, being grounded. So as you embrace all of that, you'll be able to move forward with the life that you truly deserve. Okay. Now, Dr. Linda Ferguson is the author of Path for Greatness and Staying Grounded in Shifting Sand. Uh, she works as a spiritual service, and uh, she has written many uh, articles. Uh, and you can check out her website, and that is www.lindajferguson.com, and that's F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N.com. Now, she writes a weekly blog on spirituality and work, reaching more than 5,000 readers. Dr. Ferguson has traveled nationally and internationally to conduct workshops and presentations. She earned her MA in social psychology and PhD in management from Indiana University. Welcome to Define Diva, Dr. Linda. Great to be here, Monique. Hey, it's great to have you here. Great books, uh, Staying Grounded in Shifting Sand and Path for Greatness. What inspired you to go down this path in your career to help people in this way? Sure, glad to share the short version of it. I was on my professional career really taking off in my late 20s, early 30s, and I felt that a lot of my time and attention during the day, of course, was focused on my work and who I was as a professional. In the evening and on the weekends, I was exploring my own spiritual path and connecting to my higher purpose or trying to get a clear a clear sense of what that higher purpose was. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I felt there was this disconnect between what my higher purpose was, you know, who I was in the fullness of my most authentic self, and who I was showing up at work being. Believe me, I didn't really like that disconnect. And it wasn't uh, too many times when I would have conversations with people where people said, yeah, you know, I kind of feel that way too. I have to put on this mask or this persona when I'm at work, and, and that's not really the most you know, fullest expression of who I am. It's not my authentic self. It was really from that, those sets of conversations that I realized, you know what, there's there's some work here that needs to be done to help people know how to do this. And that was really the genesis for, for both books. Well, you know, it's amazing how um, those of us who are truly open to living our authentic paths, we have this epiphany at some point because a similar uh, scenario happened with me. I was uh, a traveling sales rep, traveling across the country, and one day coming home from the East Coast, I decided halfway across the country, I'm done. And when I landed, (laughs) I called my boss. I said, I quit. I didn't give him any notice whatsoever, talking about burning a bridge, but I didn't give him any notice whatsoever. And I sent all the information back. And then I told my family and they were like, well, what are we going to do? I mean, they were so frightened. They were really comfortable in my misery. Uh, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they, they love the money, they love the perks and all that, but I was absolutely miserable. So how does a person, how can you help a person who really wants to live their authentic self, they're feeling it right now, but mm-hmm. they're a little fearful with moving forward? What can we share with them that would help them move forward? Yeah, well, two 
really important things to remember. One is that when you align your gifts with your passion and your purpose, that's absolutely the pathway to stepping into your greatness Uh in in the fullest way that that greatness is going to come out. And you never know what the expression of that's going to be. You never know what doors are going to open. You never know conversations you're going to have. It's just sometimes those those serendipitous events that unfold, when you're clear on your passion and your purpose and what your skill sets and your talents and your gifts are, and you bring those all into alignment, man, the juice just flows. Uh-huh. So my first point is just to spend some time and, and really dive into your passion and your purpose and what your gifts are so that you can bring them into alignment. Now, in your coaching work, have you come across anyone who just, they've been so out of their authentic self for so long, they can't find their passion yeah. anymore? <laughs> I mean, there's so yeah, many young working mothers, you know, That's often why they come to me for coaching, because <laughs> they need help with that. <laughs> yeah, so I have, I do have a, a worksheet that's a great way to just get started. It's called the, ten, the 12 Life Review Questions. Um, and I have it on my website. People can, can email me for They can just email info, I-N-F-O, at lindajferguson.com. I'm glad to share that with people. That's really the first step is, is taking that time to step back, get the bigger picture, ask the really more fundamental questions. You know, what, what do I want to wake up in the morning being excited to do? Uh-huh. Who do I want to show up being? Those are really two fundamental questions to sort through. Um, They are, and it really allows someone to think deeply about themselves. You know, it's not an exercise where you sit down and five minutes later you're done and you're on to something else. Um, (laughs) Based on what you said, this uh, allows you to contemplate on yourself, and it almost sounds selfish, you know? (laughs) Yeah, except that when we can, and this is really the premise of my first book, right, when we can align our gifts and our passion and our purpose, we share our greatness in service to others, mm-hmm. right? It's about being the best of who we can be, and when we are in that place is when we can best serve, right? I mean, think about your experience. You're flying home and you're miserable about a job. How effective? I mean, you know, on, on the, the dial of zero to 100, like where were you in your full-out effectiveness when you're being miserable? You know, I could fake it till I made it, so it was about like 80% when I was miserable, but, you know, it took its toll on me internally, okay? I was in sales, so you always have to put on the show. But if I wasn't in sales and didn't have to put on that show, it might have been as low as a two because I wasn't happy, you know? I could do the job very well, but I wasn't being fulfilled. And you talk about being Mm -hmm. of service to others. I was of service to no one, myself or anyone else, because I just, you know, it was like, well, I don't believe this. Um, You know, it Mm -hmm. it, it started to show through, and it just, you know. It erodes erodes not only, I call it eroding your soul, you know, and Mm -hmm. ultimately it does take its toll through sickness, through through family stress, through all sorts of ways, that discomfort is going to come out. And that's why it's so important to pay attention to it, to be able to step into it, to be that authentic self and align yourself in that way. Because when you're doing it, man, you're firing on all pistons. There's no holding back on the greatness of what you can accomplish and who you can be. 
You know, that is so true. And when you are living your authentic self, the fear goes away because you're willing to take those steps that are necessary to just move yourself down the path step by step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as those folks are familiar with the whole strength finder approach, when you're living your authentic self, when you're working from that place, you're playing to your strengths, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're just naturally going to be better at what you're doing, and you're going to have more energy doing it. You're not going to be in that place of resistance and struggle. You're just going to be just right there being full-on power awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Well, Linda, let me ask you this. You know, you, you've got your um, MA in psychology and your PhD in management. How did you come to find your spiritual center within all of this? <laughs> well, actually, when I was in graduate school, it was really when I started a lot of it because like what was happening when I was first working in Atlanta, you know, my graduate work was so demanding and so intense I knew if I didn't have some other outlet, some other way to ground myself, some other release, I I just wasn't going to make it. And so my spiritual path really started to grow and, and take hold while I was in the midst of that graduate work. And once I got out and I was working, and I realized, yeah, my this spiritual stuff is, is important. This is what keeps me going. And then when I got to the point where I realized there was, there was a disconnect, I thought, mm, no, nah, this isn't working. i got to figure out a way to bring these two parts of myself and my life together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in your book, you talk about um, affirming your divine essence. Could you define for us what our divine <laughs> essence is and how we just, like, open our eyes and see it? Yeah. So I come from a pretty broad uh certainly multi-faith tradition perspective. I've studied Sufism and, and Buddhism, and uh, and I do yoga practice. So my sense of, of spirituality and divine essence is going to be about as broad as you're going to get, which is mm-hmm. that we all can tap into this deep, deep, deep well of love in the highest order. A phrase that I heard that I absolutely just, it's brilliant, is that abiding, abundant love that goes by many names yet is beyond naming. Mm. And that's truly what our divine essence is. When we can tap into that that wellspring of that big, full-on, abiding, abundant love, we absolutely can be fearless. Uh Absolutely. Because we're in that place where... We have a higher knowing, we have a higher calling, we have a higher purpose, and we're connected to the energy of that so that when we reach those places where we're scared, when we reach the the edge of our comfort zone and we're being asked to take one more step, we can do that because Mm -hmm. we know we're being supported and in the presence of that greater love. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And it it just feels like once you're in the presence of that greater love, you can conquer all. You can just move forward. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, think of the story. I've shared this just in the last couple of weeks of a woman in Georgia who was in that situation where the gunman came in, right? And he's he's just, he's going to be killing kids, right? Uh And the story of how she responded to that, she came from this, powerful place of love and she told him you know you are loved 
that was her basic message. Uh-huh. He he that broke through all that whatever he had going on, fear, you know, hatred, whatever was going on for him that was gonna have him do this just really heinous thing, that love just busted through it. And she stood in the power of that and spoke the truth of that. Uh-huh. And that's what that's what melted. That's what disarmed him. This this love stuff. I mean, Martin Luther King talked about it. It's a powerful force. <laughs> it's a powerful presence and a powerful force. And we got to tap into that. Well, we can tap into that. Man, fearlessness is just right there beside us. Yeah, but you know, sometimes we're. Do you find sometimes that people are afraid of the love because yeah, it is they, such a strong, powerful force? Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, for too many people, and this is certainly what I write about in my second book. For too many people. They've learned lessons of love, and they've learned rules of love that have been really distorted mm-hmm. and really conditional, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the open, abundant, abiding love that's got no strings attached, that's unconditional. It's the conditional way of, mm, I'm going to give you love if you do this, or I exactly. need to get love by manipulating you or to, to have power over you, right? So most of our, our human experiences with love is pretty tainted. You know, what I'm talking about, and that's why I call it, call it this divine essence. It's something other than what is kind of our day-to-day conditional learned rules of love. Uh-huh. It's, it's this bigger force and this bigger presence that we can tap into. You know, I almost look at it, and, you know, hopefully I don't get hate mail on this one, but I almost look at it as putting our religious beliefs aside regarding love, whatever your religious belief is, and just flowing into the essence of the energy of love and acceptance, um, no matter where the person's coming from, because we don't know what they're going through. We haven't really walked in their shoes, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And if we could just open up to that, that would be wonderful. Now, Linda, you work with a lot of businesswomen, and we have a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs listening to the show today. In your first book, Path for Greatness, that seems to be a template for people to (laughs) manage their way through the business world as an entrepreneur, but not lose themselves. Tell us more about that. Yeah. I mean, so much of it, and I think people of all ages, but it's, I think it's particularly challenging when you're first starting your career because there's so much pressure to, to as you described, sort of fake it till you make it, right? Uh-huh. And that's a solution of losing your authentic self. Really, you know, just it's just going to happen. So what people really need to remember, and I, I really want to encourage the younger professionals, is to, to speak your voice, speak your truth. You never know what's going to happen when you do that. And if I can just quickly share a, a, a story when I did oh, that. Sure. I was I was also in my early 30s. I was teaching actually at a university, and we had this uh, dean of a business school come and evaluate our program. And this guy had been dean of two business schools. He had all the pedigree, and I had every reason to be intimidated by this guy, <laughs> not only kind of from his background, but kind of he was there to evaluate our program. And when I had a conversation with him and he asked me my research and I told and I was like really scared to admit that I was looking at writing a book on spirituality and work, right? Combining these two worlds that seemed so different because I thought he was going to just, you know, be like, oh, you know, what are you doing? This is flaky woo stuff. I I knew I had to speak my truth, and so I said to him, I said, well, in all honesty, I'm interested in writing a book on spirituality at work. 
And this guy said one of the most remarkable things I was never expecting. He said, you know, and this is a guy at the time was in his like early 50s, again, dean of two business schools. And he said to me, you know, 15 years ago, I wanted to write an article on the spiritually integrated manager, but I never did. Now, mm-hmm. I would have never guessed in my wildest dreams that this guy would have been all been interested in spirituality and management. And he and I had the most wonderful conversation. And since then, the last 10, 15 years, we've had this marvelous professional relationship. He's been, you know, in some ways a mentor to me, and in some ways I've been a mentor to him. The moral of that story for me, and I think I was probably 32, 33 at the time, the moral mm-hmm. of the story of that one was speak your truth. Because mm-hmm. you just never know what you're going to connect with when you're coming from that place of authentic self. Yeah. You know, throughout our conversation, we always go back to the same phrase, authentic self. And it seems interesting that authentic self correlates with being fearless. Yeah. And being fearless correlates with love. Because in my opinion, yeah. love and fear can't exist in the same space. Right. So it's important that we go back. Now, your second book, Staying Grounded in Shifting Sands, for me, that's taking your first book a step further and expanding it not only for the uh, work arena, but also for the personal. So tell us more about that, and especially about the relationship aspect. Hmm. Yeah, so being fearless in relationships can be challenging too, right? It's like, how could we be authentic in our relationships? Mm-hmm. whether that's with our, our spouse or significant other or our parents or our children. You know, the bottom line with all this, as you say, is, is when we can tap into that essence of love, it sometimes takes a lot of courage to do it. It, it takes courage to show love, to express love, to speak love, to be in that place. When you're in the midst of a, and we'll just look at relationships, right? When you're, when you're in the midst of a, of a, a conflict, you know, you want one thing, they want something else, or, or you know, you're feeling like your needs aren't being met, to, to speak the truth to that, to have uh-huh. the courage to say, this isn't working for me. You know, can we try something else? So that, that courage and that love really has to come forward and be deconnected for us to stand in our relationships authentically, for us to stand in our life authentically. And when we do that, we're, we're going to be just so much more powerful in stepping through our, our conflicts and our, and our disturbances because we're going to be doing it from this, this energy of love, not the energy of power over and domination or energy of mm-hmm. retrieval on the victim, right? Neither of those paths work, right? Domination right. doesn't work and victim doesn't work. Right. That middle path is the path of courage and love. And it's important that we we find that within ourselves. And, and even though you do coaching, as do I, are around this arena, the person that comes to us has to be willing to do the work themselves. It's like we're the guide. You know, we're shining the, the, the floodlight, if you will, but they have to be willing to open their eyes and dig a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can never do this work for somebody else. And, and that's actually true, going, going back to that point about relationships, right? We mm-hmm. may be on the spiritual path or we may be speaking our authentic self and our partners or our relationships or our family may not, and, and we have to accept that, right? We can't do that work for them, and we can't make them do the work 
we have to just be in that loving space and just saying, I hope you do this. I hope I hope you're ready. And when you're ready, I'm here. I'm here to see yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's so important to hold that particular space. Now, on your website, lindajferguson.com, you um, have an offering of a wonderful CD, and it's called Circling Home. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so it's my new meditation CD. I'm very excited about it. A lot of the work that I do, I, I use guided imagery, visualizations, meditations, as a way to give people a chance to tap into their, their inner knowing, their inner wisdom. So I, through a lot of my workshops, people just really, really enjoyed the meditations. And I thought, all right, well, since I can't always, you know, be with every, everybody everywhere, let me create a CD of meditations, of guided meditations on different themes that I've, I've addressed in my workshops and I, and I do my work around. Themes uh-huh. of courage, themes of acceptance, themes of awareness, gratitude, forgiveness. Those are all tracks on that CD. Each, each track, each guided meditation focuses on that theme and allows people to move into that space in their own life. And because mm-hmm. it's a CD, you can, you can listen to it or you can download it and use it any time. Yeah, and, you know, I, I find it's like a little tune-up to get you going. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you're not on your game 24-7. I mean, if exactly. someone says they are, I think they're being not so authentic. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's perfect. But, um, you know, sometimes we need a, a pick-me-up, a little tune-up. And um, especially, like, in between sessions with working with someone, this would be a quick mm-hmm. way to kind of, you know, get back on your game and move forward. Mm-hmm. But I would like to address the other side. You know, we talk about being on our game and moving forward, but there is in my opinion, a time when we're supposed to go within, we're supposed to uh, draw back a little bit and contemplate mm-hmm. and find out where we are. Some people may call it the shadow self. What do you feel around that? Well, there's kind of two pieces that you're just raising. One is that ebb and that flow, the going out and the going inward, and I absolutely believe we need to pay attention to that, right? So the seasons demonstrate that, and winter is sort of that inward time. So so we do need those times to chill out, chillax, as we might say, right? We need to recharge and renew. Can't always be on. So that's kind of one piece. The shadow is that when we're in that time of awareness, we can see those aspects of ourselves that maybe we're not really wanting to see or maybe we're not wanting to show, which is why it's called a shadow. We don't want to bring it into light. Uh-huh. And so, again, that takes courage. That's that fearlessness to look at what we have going on and, and those times and those ways that we show up that we don't really like, those qualities that we have, we need to invite it in. We need to bring it into our awareness so that we can be in that place of acceptance because that, that's another path to being our authentic self, right? We've got to accept all of the ways that we are, even the ones that we don't really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I shared just in a workshop briefly, there's a wonderful poem by Rumi called The Guest House. Totally love that poem. Totally recommend you go online and check it out. It's called The Guest House by Rumi. And the metaphor is that that life life comes at you, even the things that you don't want to see. So open the door and greet it as a guest and call it in and let it sit beside you. Mm. That's true because uh, you got to deal with it at some point, so you might as well invite it in and work through it, face it, work through it, heal it, and move on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Well, Linda, we've got a couple of minutes left. Um, First of all, uh, how can people connect with you if they'd like to reach out and connect with you? 
I'd love to hear from people. Uh, thank you very much for sharing my, my website, the lindajferguson.com. They can mm -hmm. email me, info at lindajferguson.com. Would love to hear from folks. On my website, I have, as you mentioned, my blogs. I've got videos. I've got some uh, audio clips with some meditations. So there's a lot of ways you can get great free information on my website. If you want to have a complimentary coaching session for anybody who's listening, I'm glad to have you schedule that with me. There's a, I actually have a new course that I'm doing. It's going to start October 10th. Mm -hmm. So I'm um, looking forward to having people work with me that way as well. It's going to be a telecourse, so they can just do it from the comfort of their own home. Hmm. That sounds really interesting. In your PJs, you, you make yourself a whole lot better. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Well, for yeah. all the d divine divas that are listening today and those divine men also, what words of wisdom would you like to impart? The bottom line for me, for all of my work, and it's such a great theme for what we've been talking about today, is walk the path of love, not fear. Hmm. Okay, walk it and be authentic, and don't beat yourself up if you don't get there the first opportunity you try. <laughs> it's a practice. Life is a practice. <laughs> yeah, we just keep moving forward. Well, Linda, thank you so much, folks. We've been speaking with uh, Dr. Linda J. Ferguson. She's the author of Staying Grounded in Shifting Sands and Path for Greatness. You can um, download those on um, as, with a Kindle from uh, Amazon. I uh, Where else, Linda? I, yeah, you can get it from iStore. You can get it uh, as a paperback either from Amazon or IndieBound. And there's also a link to the books on my website as well. Okay. Folks, check it out because it's truly a treasure. Um, this is uh, Both reads are worth your time. And the knowledge that you'll gain from it, it's going to help you grow immensely. So we appreciate Linda today. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Holistic Fashionista Radio today. I'm Monique Chapman, your intuitive lifestyle consultant. You can find out more about me by visiting my website. Uh, that's MoniqueChapman.com. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-C-H-A-P as in Peter, M-A-N.com. Or to learn more about Holistic Fashionista, please visit HolisticFashionista.com. Thank you.